we're looking at one attribute of God, the omniscience of God, which literally means God knows everything. So if you'd like to follow along, we're going to be looking at one verse in the book of Hebrews, or that was this morning, the book of Proverbs. So it'll be verse, t- verse 3 of chapter 15. So that's chapter 15, verse 3. Now Proverbs is a collection of wisdom literature, which is writings by the King Solomon and other wise guys. I mean, the main purpose of the book is to show the reader how to live wisely and not foolishly. The book presents that wisdom is found through having a right fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And this verse develops that fear by telling us that God knows everything. So Proverbs 15, chapter 15, verse 3. The eyes of the Lord are in, ev- are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. So the Bible often speaks of God's all-knowing knowledge. We see this from the Old Testament all the way through to the New Testament. In the beginning, we had Adam and Eve in the garden. They sinned and there was nowhere to hide. God knew. Then we see, keep reading, you find David in Psalms 139 thought about the extent of what God knew and it left him in utter awe. Jesus, being God in flesh, demonstrated this quality of his deity time and time again by knowing the hidden thoughts of men and the intentions of people's hearts. And in the very end of the Bible, we see in in Revelation, it explains that all people will be judged by what was written in the books according to what they have done. God knows everything, and he forgets nothing. So Proverbs 15.3, as a verse, consists with what we read in, in all of, or it's consistent with what we read in all of Scripture. The, the, the writer here is telling us that God knows absolutely everything, and I could have stopped there. God knows everything, about everything. But he tells us two things here, that God's omniscience, it's universal and personal, two aspects of his omniscience. So first, God knows everything universally. So the eyes of the Lord are in every place. We see the first part of the text. And this means that there is no place that the Lord doesn't see or he hasn't seen or no place that he will not see. He sees and actively knows all things in all of time and all of eternity at once. His knowledge of eternity past and what happens eternally in the future is always before him. He does not learn anything and cannot learn anything because he knows everything all the time. Now, Wayne Grudem talks about God's omniscience in his systematic theology book. And here's what he says. God is always fully aware of everything. If he should wish to tell us the number of grains of sand on the seashore or the number of stars in the sky, he would not have to count them all quickly like some kind of giant computer. Nor would he have to call a number to mind because it was something he had not thought about for a time. Rather, he always knows all things at once. All of these facts and all other things that he knows are always fully present in his consciousness. He does not have to reason to conclusion or ponder carefully before he answers, for he knows the end from the beginning, and he never learns and never forgets anything. So that's what is wrapped up in those first nine words of this proverb. His eyes are in every place, seeing everything. 
means he knows everything. But this isn't just a, a functional oversight, it, but, a, but it's a moral oversight. But what does this verse tell us that God is interested in? What does it say about what he sees and knows? Well, first it says he watches over the evil and the good. God is interested in the prevalence of good and evil in this world. So God's knowledge is personal. He actively and intimately knows exhaustively every detail of every person's life. Every word, thought, attitude, or action is laid bare before him. From the wicked deeds of presidents, kings, and politicians to the evil done on the streets, God sees and knows it all. So imagine your life projected for the world to see, or maybe it's just on this screen. Every thought, word, attitude, or action that you've ever thought, done, said, how would that make you feel, especially in light of the people around you, your family? How does God, how does the omniscient God see you, or how, how has he seen you? How will you fare being judged against his perfect standard on judgment day? He sees and knows everything. So how does that make you feel? And how does this knowledge of God's omniscience help us to pray as we are aiming to tonight? For the non-Christian, God's omniscience should make you feel uneasy. Everything you have done, thought, and said has been seen, known, and remembered. And one day you will stand before him and give an account for your life. It should help you be conscious that nothing is hidden from his sight. It should, should awaken an awareness of your deficiency and depravity, your sinful condition, and it should open your eyes to your need for a savior who can wash you clean. It should help you to be honest in your confession of sin, for, God's prop, for God promises forgiveness and eternal life for all who by faith repent of their sins and trust in Christ. What about the Christian? For the Christian, God's omniscience should cause us also to feel uneasy. For God knows everything we've done and will do. But, but, he's, but he has saved us, not, a, not based on our goodness. For all of our goodness and righteousness is like filthy rags in his sight. But by his mercy and grace through Christ, that should humble us and make us worship him more and adore him more that he would save a wretch like me. So God's omniscience should bring us to comfort, should also bring us to comfort and drive us to adore him, to confess to him, to thank him, to ask him. So what is it about God's omniscience that we can adore him about? Or how can I adore him? I adore him by the fact that there's none like him. Only he has infinite knowledge, only he has exhaustive knowledge, and only he knows me personally. No one else can know me like him. What is it about God's omniscience that makes me confess to him? Have you heard anything I've said? He knows everything. Everything I've done, said, thought, and will do. So I confess to him because he is faithful and just to forgive of my sins. What is it about God's omniscience that makes me thank him? Though he knows everything that I've done, I thank him for showing me mercy and saving, like I said, a wretch like me. So in the light of God's omniscience, what should we ask? What should we ask a God who knows all things? What should we come before him, as we heard today, confidently? I ask him to help me grow, grow in what I do know. I ask him that I might know him more so that I might please him better. I ask him to help me trust him, help me with my unbelief. 
that even though the future looks foggy, he knows what it holds. Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. He is omniscient and he knows 